Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Uh, Welcome into old we, school. We need to handle this for a couple minutes. We need to let DP uh, moose off for a little bit. Happy Wednesday, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Join us in our conversations today, 402-464-5685. And on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter on the Sarter Heyman Jewelers live video stream. Jay Foreman, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Chilling like a villain. Just uh, we had the Steve Sipple isms. Yeah, then, how was uh, how did that? Uh, did you figure out why why he said brother? That means it's just not in his <laughs> dialogue, normal dialogue. He was also DP all, talks he, about he, he was un- awful aggressive with DP it. DP talks about uncomfortable movement. That was just that uncomfortable was, that dialogue. Was, you yeah, could just tell he just spit it out like he threw up. The the brother. the way he was saying it is his tongue moved in a weird way. Yeah, he was not he was not prepared to say that. Yeah, but it came out and. Yeah. Uh, you know, I laughed pretty hard while I was driving. Right. You make you crash. <laughs> it was dangerous. Right, I had yeah. Tears in my eyes. I was, right. What happened? Yeah. What was going on? Luckily, I was just it in was the like, parking lot. It, like, so it, it was like cold wind. You know, when your wind gets cold, <laughs> makes you teary eyed and you can't see. That's what happens when you hear Sipple have any type of words come out of his mouth that might resemble Ebonics. Brother. Brother. But it was angry. It was angry. A brother. little bit. Yeah. I, I did hear. I did hear like the little bit of Hulk Hogan. Hulk in Hogan. It. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Brother. Yeah. He. He. Uh. He's an interesting character. I won't say. I won't say he's the most interesting man in the in the in, in the world like the Dos AKs commercials, but he's definitely probably one of the most interesting individuals in Lincoln. Is he one of the most interesting Lincoln media? He's got to be. He's up there. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's so good at his job. Probably yeah, gets in gets into spaces right. Does some things a lot things. different. That's what I mean. I think a lot of people that write, you know, have to get into a certain mindset. It's just like any people that make music, you know, they they can hear one little sound and then they can go and make a platinum hit just mm-hmm. off of a beat. So you know something. You know the the uh, neurons or whatever fire a little bit different in his brain. Yeah, so you never know what's gonna happen. But I so I got a question for for both of you. Uh, Draymond Green had his had a press conference the other day, and uh, did you hear what he said? No, he was talking about the the guys in the eighties and the nineties who talk about how physical the game used to be, and how the ones that are talking the most are the ones who were the ones getting bullied. He's like, you guys weren't the ones who were bullying people. You weren't the physical ones. You were the ones getting bullied. He's like, there were a few people back then who were who were extremely physical, and the game was physical, but but. The people who talk the most are the ones who were getting bullied. I don't know why, like, like Barkley and uh, Shaq, like they weren't. They were doing the bullying. No, they were doing the bullying. But he, that I, I don't know. This no, is what from Draymond. It was, it was uh, like Kenny Smith, like James Worthy, and and oh, he, but 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 James Worthy's uh, quote was the best. I mean, 
it literally is the truth. It was the funniest thing ever. He's like, and he, what he said it was 100% truth. Guys coming out then had Dean Smith as a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about, you know, when Kareem came out, you know, he had obviously his coach and then, or John Wooden, obviously, and then they, he did reference Isaiah Thomas, who had Bobby Knight. Mm-hmm. So when they showed up, they had fundamentals. So they were farther along coming into the game and knew how to play the right way, right? Mm-hmm. And then obviously always then being superior athletes versus he said, now these guys, all they do is work on threes, lift weights, and send out tweets. And that is 100% true. <laughs> Draymond said that in, in, he's like, back then you had to be more physical. Now you have to be more skilled. No. He's like, not everybody's shooting like Steph Curry, but that's, that's what we want to talk about. But that's the way the game has been. I mean, it's look, at the end of the day, I'm a firm believer in this. It, in the game was way more physical back then. It was a, it was a better, in my opinion, a better version of basketball. And I heard JJ Redick talk about the amount of possessions and the strain. Like, dude, shut up, okay? Shut up. Just stop talking. Like, twenty extra possessions is the reason why, you know, Kyrie takes off forty five games a year. That that that's just a personal choice. And they have way more. We have way better modern medicine. You guys don't practice as hard. Your travel schedule is set up a lot easier for you guys to be well-rested. Um, and you guys aren't as dedicated to your sport. I can give you, you know, with, as everybody else. So it's all, you're, you're, just a, you're, you're just a byproduct of the circumstances. And I do feel like this. The, these guys that are playing right now, when you're an athlete, would have adapted to how they would have had to play in the 90s or when it was more physical. Mm. The guys that were in the 90s would have adapted to how they had to play right now. So it all would have worked as, worked itself out. Um, so, look, I mean, it's it's just the way basketball is played. It's the what sells, and that's the way the NBA wanted. They didn't want any more, you know, 80 to – or 88 to 80, you know, Eastern Conference, Western Conference championships. And it used to be a drastic difference in basketball from the Eastern Conference to the Western Conference. Because then, you know, back then you had Seattle Supersonics, Phoenix Suns, San Antonio Spurs were all getting up and down. Denver, they were It was the kind of run and gun mm. versus when you played the Eastern Conference is more kind of like a bully ball. So it's just different. And, and you know, in this playoffs for the, for, for the most part has been um, a lot more physical. Um, yeah, in theory they're more skillful, but they play – it's just like saying players these days that play football – or more skillful, but it's based on you can be more aggressive in the passing game because you're you're not going to get your head taken off by Chuck Cecil. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you accident, if if I go to well, him, you, you can't. I mean, Mel, the rules have have been been applied to the games for to, the offense. For well, because that's what sells tickets, right? But see, but but then uh, here, let's like, take it up. Like Mel Blunt changed the way you could, you play, could play bump play, and run. You could play bump and run right. to having a six foot five so that so corner then, right. Just so, throw receivers around. Right. Mm-hmm. So just imagine. Just you know, with you know, Art Monk, Ricky Sanders, and them playing in this wide open. Just ima- okay. Let's take even somebody that started at the tail end of when you could really be physical. A Randy Moss at his prime, with his speed, his skill set, and then the amount of pass interference that they call. I mean, it would be just you would never be out of a game because you would throw it deep and it would be a pass interference because there's nobody out there that could do it like him. And then for the college game, right? So say Rico is a slot receiver, and you know, I'm six three. Rico's just say you you know five eleven five. Just say oh, say awesome. you're say you're Wanda, <laughs> Wandell, right? And you're coming across the middle. Oh, so my height. So 
as my aiming point is his at his MLB sign. Mm -hmm. That's legal. Mm -hmm. Rico decides to curl down, mm -hmm. and I accidentally my shoulder hits Rico's face right mask or his headgear. I'm out of the game. Mm -hmm. Versus when I played college football, it's my my forehead underneath your chin. Whatever happens, happens. So then, well, because they because they paid you off for being in place. Well, that's like a good, that's you a good you defensively getting your head under his chin meant that you do, you put in work. Right, but then but see, here's the thing. Now the rules have changed, so now you can run. When I first got in the NFL, there were certain teams that you ran a bang eight, which uh, and that's a that's a passing route for you people out there. Don't be getting at eight thirty six and twenty six seconds. You know, thinking something a bang eight is a skinny post. There's certain teams that you ran a you ran a skinny post against, and there's certain teams that was out of the the passing tree, and those plays were done. You did not do that based on who Joey Browners, the John Lynches, the the the, Ch the Chuck Cecils, the Waters from um, Philadelphia. I'm I'm talking about guys that weren't just going to hit you hard that you're going to be out. They're going to take you out of the game, right? Ronnie Lots and all that. Now they can run those 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 routes. Mm -hmm. Now they can run crossing routes. I mean, I remember hearing the story about Brian Cox, and he was talking talking about when he played for the Dolphins, and Wayne Cabret ran a, a skinny, skinny, you know, crossing route. Wayne Cabret was out, like literally. That's what the Patriots did to beat the St. Louis Rams. They were literally trying to just mug Marshall, uh, Marshall Falk coming out of the out of the backfield, and any type of things in across the in the middle. And they had Ty Law and Otis Smith just mean, you know, mean mugging the receivers. So the game has changed, and. And I do respect Draymond in the sense of, you know, you're in the NBA Finals, you're tired of hearing about it, but you also have to not downplay it because there is some truth to it. Like, the way that they, you know, are able to play, the amount of steps that they're able to take. Some guys are able to take would, some steps. Would, would Draymond be Draymond if he had to phase no. Ben Wallace? Nope. nope. Charles Oakley? Draymond would be one of those guys, but he wouldn't be booting off at the mouth like that. Right. If he right. played, he, well, he Draymond, said somebody, Charles Lambeer. It was kind of insinuated, no, no. like that. That kind of question was part of it, or he was just answering it. And he's like, "It's different because back then, if you, you know, drop somebody, you got fined two dollars. Now, if I drop somebody, I get fined a million dollars." No, the, here's the difference: Draymond's not dropping anybody back then, because if you, if you, if you, okay, just say for instance, say the Golden State Warriors, like are, Antonio Davis and Dale Davis would have thrown. Draymond Antonio into, McDice. into the seventh. Row. It's not even. I mean, Kevin. I mean, it's not even. Say Draymond got in the mix up like he with Michael Jordan, like he did Jalen Brown. Okay, just say that. Just say he. he no, yeah. But, no, okay. Yeah. 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 Charles Oakley's going to come see him, and it's not going to. And this isn't going to be. I'm Oakley, DP's uh, Draymond, and you're the ref, and you break it up. It's not ending there. Mm -mm. Charles Oakley's going to be waiting right in your locker room, and then what Charles Oakley is going to do. He's going to ask everybody in the locker room to politely leave. If they don't, then he's going to handle all them later. And then him and Draymond are going to go at it. And it's going to be serious. And then every time that Charles Oakley sees Draymond on or off the court. It's on site. They're fighting. It's not only that. Rick Mahorn, Bill Lambeer, Dennis Rodman. And don't think Carl Malone won't dice you up. The, the way he split uh, Isaiah oh, Thomas oh, open oh, yeah. to the white meat. He oh. – he, he split Isaiah Thomas open to the white. He still every time I see Isaiah Thomas, you he look still, right there. Like, right, <laughs> you just all he needs to put is mailman right here, okay? So and, and that's not Terry Cummings, um, Buck Williams. Um, don't think Jerome Kersey, Clyde Drexler, 
Akeem Olajuwon, Otis. I mean, you can go on and on. Kevin McHale. You get, and, and listen here, uh, Robert Parrish. He was quick to I throw them I would have paid money to see Dennis Rodman against, against Draymond. Dennis yeah. Rodman would have just, oh, it, yeah. it, game over. Like, yeah. Draymond would have just put on his warm-ups and had a seat. Yeah. Because Dennis Rodman would just. Dennis Rodman's different. Yeah. And he's, in many ways. And, he, and he's 6'9". Well, yeah, he's 6'9". Six, six, nine, 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 and then Dennis Rodman. Here's what people don't realize about Dennis. He actually had offensive skills, but he actually enjoyed defense and rebounding. Mm-hmm. And that's the same well, thing. Well, he had it down it, to a science. And, yeah. Where the, the, but the, the I best love the way, video. Kick he, this way. He's like, yeah. Kick and go this way. He just had. He said he had one of his one of his best mm. friends that didn't couldn't shoot a lick of basket. Yeah, it's like so that I could time it off of there. I, I just think that's why you always keep friends that can't shoot, right? That, that, that oh, you the, always want to be the smartest or best basketball player in the room, right? Well, you could go through and you could put Steph Curry's athleticism because we under we undervalue his athleticism. It's 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 no different than but but you but. You would have put him against Joe Dumars, right? There, yeah, it's, right. It's totally, like, I mean, like mm-hmm. people don't realize, like, <laughs> it, there, there's a Michael Jordan highlight of Jordan. You know, Jordan when they played against Reggie Miller, he's Ding up Reggie Miller, mm-hmm. and he's coming around on picks when they're setting hard picks, and he's Ding you up for 48 minutes. It's a different ball, and game. he's also dropping 38, and he's dropping well, 38. Kevin Garnett told the story. He said the first time he met Michael. Jordan and he goes the first thing that Garnett went he goes man that dude had arms he goes <laughs> he goes we didn't have guys who had biceps right. and triceps like Jordan and deltoids did and stuff like right that. he oh, said yeah. wait a minute he goes Jordan was thick he goes that's the part you missed right is that Jordan could move you yeah and you don't realize how big Michael Jordan is until you meet him he's a big I mean everything I mean big hands I mean he's big it's no different than when I remember where, where, when people come up talking about you know, when Nebraska played, when we, well, I guess when I played, and, you know, could we play now because supposedly the athletes are better and all mm-hmm. that. If you look at the number, they're really not. They're just deeper and they can do the underwear Olympics. It's no different. You know, you yeah, play, the body you, types are different, but the but skill you, sets are yeah, better. You know, you just play, you, you play, you, you can't fault Magic and them for playing with Kareem and Patrick Huming and all them. And then you can't fault Draymond and them playing with Steph and them because of the rules. Now you can kind of, try to you know draw some comparisons but people it's it's people that have that are very small-minded that try to always say what worked then won't work now what's working now then won't work then well i'm old enough to remember when people complained that the nba was too slow slow yeah like it was too constricted it was too planned orchestrated right and they said no what we wanted this is when dr j came along and you go wait a minute what is going on here magic comes along now, then, it was, the then it was street ball right then, it, oh, then yeah right then it was street ball there's then it no became, fundamentals right yeah. through all the stuff so we understand like we it's get cyclical it. let the game evolve it evolves and you go well i don't like this version of it say you don't like basketball it's silly to me like okay it's just athletic it's just it's just yeah. athletes being athletes um but the same thing for football. People go, well, I don't like the game because it it it's so heavily weighted against defenders that it's not fair. It's not it, even it, fair it, for to have 
defensive backs try to defend the best athletes on the planet in open space 50 yards wide and 100 yards it's, long. It's not fair, like, it's, and it's always <laughs> been like that. The teams that really, really embrace it and really get into the devil and the – I call it devil in the details seem to play defense, seem to play defense. And, and yes, does it always work its you know way out most of the time? What really hurts the game is if the refs were coming in on a Monday, a Tuesday after Monday night game, Friday after a Thursday night game, Sunday morning after a college game, yeah. is we're talking about the refs. That's 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 really the problem because if if you understand what the rules are meant for and where the game is going, you can make a call like within you know in the first three and a half quarters. That's not going to affect the game. But if you're controlling the game by your whistle, then that's when you know it really does. You know, well, hurt but the, the other game. part of it is that, and, and and it's so basic to me. And I ask this question all the time: If the athletes have gotten faster, bigger, stronger, how are the uh, the, the the officials supposed to keep up with them? We don't have the best athletes running no. alongside of the no. best athletes. That's a, that's a, so you can't be you a, like you can't be yeah, every big, once in a while you see just because they got big arms don't mean they're good athletes. Every once right? in a while you see a ref running with a wide receiver and you're like, wait a minute, yeah, 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 yeah but yeah, that, that's, that's one. Impressive. But you're not asking him to change direction. No, you're not asking him to plant his foot on the dime and and and, and get get no. horizontal. They're not doing that. Well, the problem, I, and this is just my opinion. I think, and this is just a blanket. I think fundamentals and the details are glossed over. Mm-hmm. So the football, in essence, isn't as good. So it's a lot of high-risk, high-reward. Teams are going to try to out-athlete you Mm -hmm. and just kind of know that they're going to eventually get a call or make a play. Um, And you see it. I mean, that's just the way – again, that's the way it's evolved. That doesn't mean that these these kids that are playing now can't play with good fundamentals and technique. It's just not taught from them from, from youth football to high school and in some cases to college. And then when they get in the pros, you're, you're essentially if you don't have that basis of foundation, then that's where you're at. And and so the guys that I mean, if you look, and I always talk about Cam Newton, right? Cam Newton when he came in the league at six five, two forty five, four five flat, a stupid athlete, a defensive end playing quarterback. He might have been two fifty five, could get away with throwing with his feet literally this close together because he had such a superior arm, right? Mm-hmm. People, for whatever reason, they play, compared him to Blaine Gabbert and tried to say his arm wasn't good. If you watch his first game against Arizona, he had plenty of arm strength, and he continued to have it, but he didn't have the fundamentals. So when his arm strength and shoulder problems happened, he is, wasn't able to continue along being as dominant as a passer, mm-hmm. right? And that's no different, can't. I'll, I'll athlete you for eight years, but eventually, Father Time waits for nobody, and he is not missed. Some guys know how to keep him away or be friends with Father Time to kind of keep him at bay. Well, to not take hits, to, to take to, hits to and have fundamentals, sound, right? Yeah, so then, stuff. now when you need your legs to kind of provide that umph in your passes, now you don't have it because you never had the fundamentals for so long. So that's just the difference in the game. Um, yeah, they do run a lot of play, a lot, you know, supposedly a lot more plays, but they don't run them effectively because the penalties are up. So yeah, it's great if you run a hundred plays, but you just ran thirty-eight plays that that were that didn't matter. That didn't matter. So now we're back to sixty plays. So then that's when you see teams back. I always remember when I would always watch when Vic Fangio was at Stanford and Harbaugh when they would play Oregon, right? Styles make fights. Stanford would come out with the smart guys. Probably, you know, they started to get guys drafted. But, yeah. you know, when they first got there, it was, 
you know, Andrew Luck and just a couple guys on defense, right? But they would be very technically sound, physical, mm -hmm. and they would kind of shorten the game down, shorten the field, get you in between the like hashes. Now we got to start playing football. They at the end, at the end of the day, you got to play football. Yeah, it's about running, blocking, tackling, penalties. And all that, you know, just doing the stuff and staying out of your own way. Mm -hmm. If you get your possessions limited and you're not running plays at a fundamental level, that means that more of your players are so going to have you're, penalties. You're, you're going to have you're, less yeah, plays. Your deficiency rating or your efficiency you, rating, rating go, go down. Go, go down. Yeah. And that's what they try to do. And, uh, and it's no different than basketball. It's, it, you saw it like, remember, uh, what was the team with uh, Hank Get Loyal Marymount, right? Yes. So you'd watch them. I always watch them late at night. They'd be scoring 140. You know, you wake up the next morning. They won 148th, 100. Well, then they get in the NCAA tournament. And next thing you know, they're losing, you know, 80 to 62. Mm -hmm. Well, these dudes are biting back. So it's just all, I mean, really it comes down to adjustments. And Draymond is going to be Draymond. Um, I do remember Lance Stevenson kind of being that guy, kind of, you know, blowing in LeBron's ear. And the Miami Heat had Pittman. And he and he was from Texas, a backup, maybe the third team center, power forward. Mm -hmm. You know, well, Lance Stevenson came to the hole, right? He got that forearm pork chop, and you never heard about Lance Stevenson messing with LeBron after that. Miami Heat goes on to the championship. Was done is done. Was that worth it for for Pittman? Yeah, he got suspended for a game, but he got two rings out of it. Yeah, sometimes, and this is what Draymond. Uh, this is one thing I I was respect about Draymond is he's going to make you and see if you're going to do something that you really don't want to do in your heart. And seemed like he punked everybody the other day. Debo came. We see him. He's doing something. We see him. Can't play tight. He can't play tight end worth a lick, but hey. I'll take Strick over him at tight end. Hey, it works, man. It works. All right, we'll turn the break. When we come back, uh, Rico will tell us what's up. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This year, build your credit history with the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. No credit checks to apply. Get started at chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Chime checking account and 200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. 